Hey girl, welcome. My name is Eunice once again. This is Eunice My Journey, the podcast. How are you? How's it been? How's your day going so far? What's good, girl? We got a lot to talk about today. Listen, I have an amazing subject. And um, get a glass of wine, cup of coffee, whatever you feel like having today. Let's unwind and let's get into this subject, girl. We got to talk. Welcome to a new episode of Eunice, My Journey, a single mother trying to keep her head above water. Just that, like a single mother who's trying to keep her head above water. Um, Just to recap from last week's episode where I went um, a little deep, I went under the skin, I kind of let you guys in on... A very sensitive matter I would say and something most people won't share with you guys it was one of my low points in life where I was going through a lot I was overwhelmed and just to give you a little backstory of where that exactly originated from so on that day I had a job interview and um, I, and I think I shared that as well I I was on maternity I am on maternity leave and I, I haven't been working since February, right? February 1st, had my baby February 13th, and haven't been working since then. I've really been trying to keep my head above water with bills and everything like that. And I spoke about all of that. So I went to this job interview, and I was so overwhelmed with other things that were going on in my life. And on that day, when I went to the job interview, I could not think. I could not process. And I felt like I sold myself short. I I did not perform like I usually do, like I was supposed to, like I was expecting to. You know, I felt like I, I, I did a very bad job. The interview for me was one of the worst interviews I've ever been to in my life. So with that being said, coming home and not having someone to share that experience with, everyone I reached out to at that point were either busy, did not want to hear it, or really did not want to be bothered um, by it. So I, I, um, I found myself being so overwhelmed. I found myself crying on my way home. I found myself questioning so many things like were going through my head. That's how that podcast or that episode came to pass right sorry i had to have some water that's how that came to pass that's just a recap from last week's episode and how it came to happen Alrighty, so we just went over the recap from last week and we are about to get into the subject listen i hope you have your cup of water glass of wine or a mug of tea or coffee whichever one you like i have a bottle of water that's what i'm doing today it's a water type of day for me um we're gonna jump right into the subject i believe this subject is a good one you know um again i'm a single mom trying to keep my head above water and this subject not only does it relate to single mothers because we really don't have time for the nonsense that goes along with friendship and all of that 
because we're trying to raise kids and we're trying to, you know, instill some values in them now so tomorrow they don't make the mistakes we made. But also, as an everyday person, anyone can relate to this um, subject. So it's called, They Don't Really Love You. They Don't Really Love You um, is basically, basically saying that friends, so-called friends, don't really love you like they say they do. And I'm about to go over the points that I feel as if, um, like some points that, I, that I've went over and I've analyzed and I feel like, are some highlights, you know, um, how to identify if the person is a real friend or if they're just playing friend, you know, if they're in this for the long run or if they're just in this temporarily, if they're in this because they really care or if they're in this because it's beneficial at the moment. So um, let's get into it, right? First, my first point would be, don't tell me what people said about me. All right, so I know we've all been through this you have this friend that always knows what somebody said about you like they always have the tea about you right my question to these friends are why are people so comfortable talking about me to you especially negatively like why is it okay why is it something natural for people to come to you and only you or mainly you to speak negative about me like, that's telling me something. That's telling me, one, you're saying something negative to them as well. You're not defending me. You're not standing up for me. And you're letting them know it's okay to constantly speak negative about me with you. Like, that's what that's telling me. People can't always be telling you negative stuff about me. Why? Why is it okay? Why is it? I mean, people can't come to me always talking negative about you. I don't, I don't know who don't like you. I don't know what people have to say negative, negative about you or anything like that. How come you know? You know? So you got to question those things. And then another thing. What did you say about me during this conversation? People love to tell you what other people said about you, but they'll never tell you what they said. Like, What did you say? Because the conversation goes both ways. I tell you, you tell me, we tell each other, and then we share our thoughts, our opinions, what have you. That's how conversation happens. I've never been in a conversation where this person is just telling me, telling me, telling me, telling me, telling me, and I'm not saying anything in return. That person gets tired, annoyed, and they're like, you know what, whatever. They leave the conversation. So if this person is constantly telling you things about me that tells me there's something like you're not you're not telling this person like this is not cool this is my friend I don't want you talking like that about her it's not cool for you to talk about her like that you understand like you're not defending me because then they would feel like yeah she's probably gonna tell her that's not that's not that's not the way to go and you don't always have to tell me what someone said about me just defend me there let them know speak your mind there defend me there check them there and you don't have to tell me what was said you could probably tell me, girl, let me tell you how I had to check this person about you or something like that. But don't tell don't sit here and just tell me this person said, this person said, this person said, they said this, they said that, they said, they said, they said. And that's all you can tell me. You know, I want to know how the conversation took place. If you must tell me about the conversation or I want to know how you had to defend me. If you must tell me about the conversation, I'm more interested in what you had to say than what the other person had to say, because you're the one telling me the story. And then, um, why are you telling me this now? Right? We, we want to know why is it that 
this moment is when you find that it's important for me to know. What is in it for, what is in it for you at this moment that feels comfortable for you to tell me this? Why you didn't tell it to me the same day? Why you didn't call me that same moment? Why you didn't tell me the next day? Why are you waiting until me and this person have a downfall or you and this person are not speaking and most likely it's when that person and that person are not talking. That's when they're coming to you and telling you what that person said. Because since they're not talking to that person, they want you to not talk to that person as well. So my thing would be this. Don't wait till you're not talking to them to tell me what they said about me. Because then what's in my head is this. You're not talking to them. It's beneficial to you now for you to tell me this so I cannot talk to them as well. So that way it's like we're teaming up against them. Nope, not coming from me. I'm too old for that. Nobody gets half. My next point would be those friends that only call you when they need something from you. Lord bless their souls, right? I have, I remember, right, having this friend. Yeah, I can call this person. A, well, at that time, that person was my friend. Um, and every time she would call me, the conversation would go exactly like this. Hello, how are you? Are you busy? Um, can you please take me here? Or do you please, do you have this at your house? Or can you do this for me? Or are you available this? Can you, like, she only calls me when she needs something from me. She only calls me when it's beneficial to her, right? So my thing for those friends, simple, like white, black on white. Don't call me when you need a ride or something from me. And if you're only going to call me during those times, don't ask me how I'm doing if it's not genuine. Because when I need you, you disappear. You have excuses. You're busy with your kids. But when you needed me, I was not busy with my kids. Oh, I don't have to cook for my kids. Okay. I don't have to go washing for my kids. But I could leave my kids and take you washing. I can leave what I'm doing, drop everything that I got going on to, to help you out and get your stuff together. You know? Like, so what happens when I need you? Why are you always busy? Why are you always unavailable? But I'm always available for you. Like, I don't have things going on in my life, right? So those friends, we need to start evaluating them. Like, we, need, we definitely need to start evaluating friends and know who, who our true friends are. Like, as a single mother, I know one thing that I struggle with um, is babysitting. Like, finding someone to watch my kids for me. Rather, it's when I need to go to work, to school, to an event, to when I'm talking about an event, I'm not talking about a block party, a house party. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about going to an event, like going to a summit, a conference, a, you know, a luncheon, a dinner, whatever. Something that's going to benefit me in the long run in my, in my business or in my professional life. You know, things like that. A job interview. Like everyone is busy. Everyone is busy. Everyone has something they're doing. But when they need you, they just want you to get up and drop everything you got going on to cater to them. Yeah, I told those friends goodbye. 
you can tell when people just bring negativity to you and they're just draining you like they're sucking and sucking like they're vampires just sucking your blood but you know you don't have an IV putting nothing else in they're just you know they're not watering you so those friends they get cut period next point it's not okay right this this point here I struggled with this for many for like probably probably three years right I struggled with this for three years 2019 January 1st I said that was it I was not going to deal with those things anymore right so I made a cautious decision to not deal with these type of people or situations anymore so this point says it's not okay for them to do it to me according to you but it's okay for you to do it to me I don't know about you guys but me I used to have this group of friends where everybody around me was doing something negative to me where you people were using me people were talking bad about me people are doing this people are doing that people are calling me like people had things to say about my kids people had things to say about this and that except for them but then when these same people tell me what they were saying it's like hold on wait buddy you're doing the same thing they're doing but then you're putting a label on it. It's not okay for them to do it, but it's okay for you to do it. So it's not okay for me to let somebody borrow my car, right? And they spent the whole day with it. They borrowed it the whole day. I didn't have anything planned for that day anyways. So they could have borrowed my car and spent the whole day with it. But you had something planned. You had something you needed to do, which that's not my responsibility. But because I let this person borrow my car... And um, you had something to do, and that caused me to not be able to take you to where you needed to go and do what you need to do. So all of a sudden, this person is using me because I let them borrow my car, right? I see. But when you wake me up from my bed, and I leave my kids home, right, with um, their father at the time. I leave my kids home with their father, and I go, I spend the whole day out taking care of your business and as soon as i drop you off home everybody know that i left my kids home with my husband all day you don't even know if i left food for them and blah 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 yada 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 this this that oh but then in my face you're telling me how this person is using me because they're borrowing my car right but when they borrowed my car i was home with my kids all day doing what i was supposed to do as a mother taking care of my kids, cooking for them, cleaning for them, and doing all of that. But you actually was unable to do that, right? I was unable to do that. But it's okay. I, I understand. I, I see the love there. I see how much you love me. Girl, you love me. Boy, you, you really love me. All right, so... So, and another thing, right? You know those people who's like... Oh my God, I noticed it for a long time. They were always using you. You know, they always needed something for you. I just didn't want to say nothing, you know, at the time. Because we weren't that close like that. Or, you know, I didn't want to say nothing because, you know, I didn't want you to go back and tell them. Or, you know, I didn't want to say nothing. Shut up. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear it. 
If you saw it then, you should have said it then. Now you're saying it because guess what? Now it's not beneficial to you that they're using me. But then it was beneficial to you that they were using me. Using me was a benefit for you. So now that it's not no longer a benefit for you that they're using me, it's a problem. Thank you. Keep your problem to yourself. And then, um, oh, this is the other thing. Those friends who you have a business. I'm a small business owner, a struggling small business owner, like struggling, but a small business owner. Um, so I always have, and I, I do beauty products, you know, hair, skin, and all that stuff. So I sell um, skincare and stuff like that. So I would come with my products and um, I would come with my products. I w I'm so sorry. I would come with my products and I would give someone willingly. Like I would want to give someone a sample of my product and I would give it to them willingly. Like here's a sample of my product. Tell me how you feel about it. Then this person finds out I gave that person a sample. Oh my God. Oh, that annoys me when you do that. Because you know, all they doing is using you. She could buy it. When you give it to her, all she does is this with it and that and da 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 da. Hold on. But you... Just asked me for a full size product and I gave it to you. You didn't pay for it. You always talking about how good my products are and how you use it, but you'll never tag me. You'll never refer somebody to me, but you feel as if I should charge everybody else. What about you? So it's okay for people for other people to get freebies from me. It's okay, but it's not but you can do it and it's not okay for other people but it's okay for you i'll do your makeup right i do people's makeup how much you charge you know you know how much i charge don't ask me how much i charge you know how much i charge you've known how much i charge right i have people though i have people that like that are friends that actually pay like they actually get the service and they pay for it but then i have those people who always need me to do their makeup and they don't do it themselves. they bring a friend along too oh yeah they bring a friend along it's cool Oh, yeah, I'll tell people, I'll tag you. You know, I'll tag you. Give me some business cards. I'm going to pass them out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you go, you see these people posting pictures on Facebook, Instagram, and all this stuff. Not one tag. Not one. Oh, thanks to such and such. Thanks to Beauty by BB. That's the name of the business at the time. Thanks to Beauty by BB for doing my makeup. Oh, but you're talking about face beat. Face beat by who? Who did your makeup? Oh, everybody's love. A hundred and something people just like that picture. Guess what? That's a hundred and something potential clients for me. So if you tag me in it, that's a hundred and something potential clients that you just gave me. So that makeup in all reality was not free because you just gave me a potential to get a hundred and something customers. That That's what, like, I feel as if a lot of our friends are missing. And that's where a lot of black businesses as well struggle. Right, we're doing. We're trying to be nice, trying to do this for friends and family, but they don't. They don't appreciate it. And as a single mother, if you're a small business owner, as myself, as a single mother, you need to say no, because bottom line, you're taking away food from your children's mouth. Bottom line, period. No freebies. Because if they went somewhere else, they would pay for it. So why not pay you for it? They're going to go talk about you anyways. So, okay, that's fine. You pay me for my services. That's less things you'll have to say about me. 
And another thing. Okay. I am 31 years old. The days of me talking about other people over. The days of me talking about other people, those days are over. I, I really don't have time or patience for it. Um, so this point says, if you can't have a meaningful conversation without talking about someone else's business or private life with me, I don't want to have a conversation. And that's simple. I don't. If every conversation I have with you revolves around someone else's life, someone else's mistake, someone else's whatever, relationship, what have you, their finances or whatever. I don't want to talk to you. I'm sorry. I can't you you're not make you're not benefiting me in any way. I'm not selfish and every relationship does not have to be beneficial, but every conversation I need to be learning something from it. I need to be there needs to be something that's going to bring growth to me. Rather it be mental growth, financial growth, spiritual growth, educational growth. There needs to be something. You know, I can't just talk just to talk. I like great minds and I and I say this to myself every day now when I find myself having conversations with people. I have to stop and say great minds discuss ideas, not people. Great minds discuss ideas, not people. I don't want to talk about people. I've talked about people, you know, when I was in high school, in my young days. I'm a single mother now. Everything I do, I have to be very strategic to what I do. My kids cannot hear me constantly talking about people. Like, then my daughters are going to grow up to be little gossipers. They're going to do the same thing. Kids mimic you. Kids, they watch how you live and they do the same thing. I don't want that for my children. So if you're calling my phone to talk about something someone posts on social media don't call me thank you i have other things to do and if you if you're always calling me to talk about somebody always like you you only call me to talk about people guess what you're doing the same thing to me everything i done told you on this phone you about to call somebody else to go tell them because you know what happens to people like that they want to be relevant they want to they want to have value and their value only comes from what they know about somebody else they have no self-value. Their value is as much as the information they know about someone else's life. So I don't want that in my life. You know, that's not where my value comes from. So therefore, if my value is not, if my values are not in line with my dreams, that's a problem. So if your values are gossiping and talking about other people's life, I think, I, I don't know what your dreams are, baby. Minds are not, we're, we're not on the same path. We have, we don't have much in common. And that's very important to the people I let into my circle and around me. Because your energy rubs off on me. And I don't want that type of energy. So we have to be mindful of those things, those conversations. Um, and also, beware of those people who feel very comfortable telling you hey such and such is about to call me about this so i'm gonna mute my phone mute your phone and i'm gonna put you on the line so you can hear what they're telling me snakes if they can do it to such and such they can do it to you too trust me been there done that next all right i've experienced this 
in more than one way with more than one person too many times right and I smile when I say this because in more than one way I'm still experiencing this but slowly but surely I am removing myself from those conversations or those situations right so this point says stop blowing out my light in hopes of yours shining all right so the reason right most people can't be cool with you in front of some people is because of the things they done said about you to put you down in front of these same people so now when all of you guys are together because we have a saying in haitian creole that says when two eyes meet the lies drop or the lies i don't know diminish i don't know but Basically, if you're Haitian, you understand what I'm saying. When four eyes meet, <laughs> the lies just fly, right? You can you can understand body language and vibes. Like, we naturally, as human beings, we feel vibes. We might want to act blindsided or we might want to, you know, fake it. But we know, we, we, we feel the vibes. So, if you're... If, if you're every time you get around this specific group of people with this specific friend, you feel the vibe is off, like something's missing. It's not genuine. Like the way she was just acting with you or he was just acting with you at your house or at another environment, that's not how she's acting here. You know what that means? That means the friendship you think you have with her, that's not what it is. The friendship she portrays behind closed doors is not what she portrays when you're not there. The person you think she is in front of you is not the person she is behind your back. Simple as black on white. She's not your friend. She don't love you, sis. It's not what it is. Get over it. Deal with it. Process it. Move on from it. Don't dwell on it. it some people are just like that. You can't expect more from them. Just let it go. And find Find your place of peace in that friendship. You know, my father, he said something to me um, a few years, a couple years back. Like, he said something to me. I remember I called him and I was so upset because of something I heard someone said about me. And um, he was like, he's, and I was explaining to him, like, Dad, I can't, this is not the first time I'm so upset. She's always doing this and blah, blah, blah. And my father said, listen, listen, calm down. He said, look, aren't you a Christian? I'm like, yeah. He said, well, as a Christian, if you know someone and you know how they are, you should be able to deal with them. I'm like, what? He says, yes. Once you are used to someone and you know this person is that way, you should be able to live in the same house with that person and never encounter that problem with them. And I learned that. It took me a long time to apply it, but I learned it. I listened to it. I learned it. I processed it. But it took me some time to apply it in my day-to-day -day living, you know. But but now I've, I'm mastering it now. I can honestly say I'm mastering it. There's certain people. I'm used to them. I know who they are or, you know, their characteristics. There's things I know of them that I'm not going to let that bother me. Like, I know how to get around to it, get around those things, you know, 
move accordingly and get to the person that I need or what, what I what I want from our friendship or what I need from our friendship or whatever have you. Like, I know how to deal with them accordingly. If I know you're a gossip and everything you tell me before the end of the day, you're going to go call somebody and make it seem as if I told you just to make sure that I don't get to tell the person or to, to secure yourself, I just don't talk to you. When you come trying to call me and telling me about what people said, I listen and I don't say nothing until you realize the vibe is changing and you just stop calling. That that's what I do now. Um, and another thing, the reason why these people are nervous every time they see you talking to some this specific person, like I don't know if you guys have ever had a friend where every time they see you talking to a specific person, they get nervous, they get anxious. Like, they're, they're fidgety, you know? They want to know, like, right afterwards, they want to know what you guys were talking about. What was the conversation about? You know why? Because they're afraid that the things they've said about you to that person might come out in that conversation that you're having with them. So they want to make sure it doesn't come out. To do that, they're questioning you. They want to know what you were talking about. Because they're in their head, they're already plotting on what they can say to you about their conversation with that person to make that person look like the bad person. You get it? Like, I don't know if I'm making sense, but people have a way of manipulating situations to accommodate them. That's something I've had to learn the hard way as well. I've lost many friends. Well, uh, can you really look? That's another subject on this but can you really lose a friend a true friend you know i, I want to say i've i've stopped friendships because of that reason you know i i've like i've put an end to friendships like that in the past and i'll continue to do so because as you grow you meet people they might become for some become friends some don't some of them that become friends you might make a mistake you need to con continuously do an inventory of your friendships and your friend list and your contacts i i've learned to do that i'm still doing that right now it's it's a process it, it's part of life learn to do it okay and uh, the this is something I struggled with from, like, this struggle started in 2016. 2016 is a year where I experienced a lot. When it comes up to friendship, people, my, like, I just like, went through so much relationships. Friendships, relationships, people, like, gossiping. That's one of the years when I was, when I first entered into he said, she said, like, gossip hardcore like that was the first year for me where i experienced that when i'm talking about not every week there was something else another situation back to back to back to back and i've learned this the reason we can only talk and be cool when people are not around is because of how you've described our friendship to them like i remember being friends with these group of people and whenever we're in a specific place I'm supposed to, like, act like we don't even say hi to each other. But soon as I get home, and they get home, my phone is ringing, and they're telling me everything about, you didn't see how this person was looking at you, you didn't see how that person was this, that's because, of, and this, and it's like, like, I let that feed into me for so long, and I, and I was mad at a lot of people, and I stopped talking to people that I've known for many years that I really didn't have a 
personal problem with, but because of what these people were telling me or this person was telling me, I created a problem in my mind and I overthought the situation and I just went into it and before you know it I had problems with everybody and everybody was my enemy and everybody said something about me and it was just chaos throughout 2016 Lord and um, I thank Doris my friend for actually putting up with me during that time because she saw it all she saw the 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 inconsistency she saw the ups the downs the confusions she had to literally sometimes be like Eunice you need to stop going to Miami because every time you go to Miami you come back here you're crying somebody said this you're you're not a good mother you're not a good this you're not a good dad and she said no you need to stop you need to stop like I'm tired of you going to Miami and coming back miserable and and stress and all of this stuff and I really had to take that into account when I was in Palm Beach, I was at peace. Like, I was working out, eating healthy, going to school. Like, I was doing things. Soon as I started talking back to this group of people, everything went, like, crazy. Chaos started again. Before you know it, I was in the he said, she says. People were saying things about me. People were using me. People didn't really like me. People, pe pe When I went to people's house, they were easing me, looking at me sideways. And when I left, they had things to say about me. Like, everything just came back. And I made a cautious decision um, to take inventory. And January, I told myself, January 2019, you need to take inventory. And you need to make a cautious decision to not have certain people in your life. And this process, I never literally called someone... I never literally call someone. So when I took inventory of people that were in my life that were making pos that had a positive effect on my life, a negative effect on my life that were making positive deposits into me. When I mean deposits, I'm not talking about monetary deposits. It's a friendship should not only be based on monetary benefits. Or based on monetary benefits, period. I believe friendships are deeper than that. Um, there's Everyone brings something to the table. You see, I have friends from all walks of life. And I have people that I talk to from all walks of life. You see, I know people that have elementary educations that have taught me some of life's most precious lessons. I have people that have college educations that have brought me nothing but negativity and 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 have drained me drained me mentally. You know, I have so I'm friends with everyone brings something to the table. It's up to you to magnify whatever you want to see most of, right? In that person. Then there's those people who unfortunately they're just not for you. Like there's people that everyone can't be your friend, everyone can't like you, everyone can't understand you, you can't like everyone, you can't get along with everyone, you can't be everyone's friend. That's life. It's called life, okay? And it's okay. No one should be mad at you because you don't talk to them anymore. You know what that's called? That's called growth. You're growing. They should be happy that you're growing, you're finding your path, you're finding your way, you're finding yourself. That's important to find yourself above everything. Find yourself and do what makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, when everyone goes home and all doors are shut, the lights are off, guess what? 
It's on you, God, and unfortunately the devil. You got to face yourself. You have to face you, the real you. The real, raw you, uncensored, uncut, unedited. You have to face that person. And if you're unhappy with that person, it's unhealthy for you. All right? And no one can, can bring happiness or joy to you but you. You have to create that culture within you. So above all, above all friendships, relationships, I want you to, to keep your sanity, to keep your peace of mind. Don't, don't force relationships or friendships. Don't force people to love you, to accept you. None of that stuff. Because it doesn't matter. When it's all said and done, these people are going to hate. They're going to continue to hate. Those haters are going to continue to hate. Those people that talk bad about you, they're going to continue to talk bad about you. The people that constantly have something negative to say about you, they will continue to have those negative things to say about you. It's up to you to know what you're willing to deal with and what you're not willing to deal with. All right? And our last point for today is let's start holding people and ourselves accountable for the mess-ups. Here I put the F-ups, but for the mess-ups. Let's hold people accountable. And this is something that, again, my good friend Doris said to me. And, you know, she, she said this because we used to have, we, we always do this, but we have conversations about how people have done me wrong. And I'm always saying I charge it to the game. I've always been that type. No matter what people have done to me, and people have done some nasty, some dirty, some down, dirty things to me. And I forgive them. You know, I'm like, I charge it to the game, man. I'm just going to charge it to the game. And I'm cool with this person. I still drop everything I'm doing to be there for that person. I'll still forget about myself to put that person first. Meanwhile, they won't do it for me, but I'll do it for them no matter what they've done to me. And Doris, I remember having this conversation with Doris and she was like, Eunice, let me tell you something. Even if it was me, like talk about herself. She was like, even Eunice, if it was me, if I do you wrong, I want you to cut me off. If I do you wrong and I'm, and I know I did you wrong and you know I did you wrong, cut me off. She's like, hold me accountable to it. And I've started to do that now. Because I used to charge things to the game. And it, it, it hurts me and that person in the long run. It hurts me because I'm constantly thinking about it. It's never solved. I'm constantly thinking about it. It bothers me. I'm unhappy. But I'm charging it to the game. I'm putting it aside because it's uncomfortable. Because it, the conversation is uncomfortable. And I don't want to make that person uncomfortable. But when what happened happened, I was uncomfortable. I was unhappy. So why am I trying to diminish my value to comfort you? Why am I trying? It's okay for me to be uncomfortable at the expense of your comfortable, of, 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 of you being comfortable, of you being okay. But I'm not okay. It's bothering me. So I stopped that. So I'm holding people accountable. Like 2019, I'm holding people accountable. You do me wrong, I'm holding you accountable to it. And I'm not going to accept it from you. It's not okay to do me wrong. It's not okay to talk bad about me behind my back and smile in my face. It's not okay to talk about my kids like little dogs. And then when they come around, you're, oh, Eddie, Kendra, oh, my God. Oh. No, it's not okay. That's not okay. 
It's not okay. It's not okay to hate me and talk all these things about me to drag me down the slums. But then when you call me, you need something from me. So you start talking nice to me. Oh, you know, it was not my fault that this and that happened. It's the people. They were saying things about you. Uh, it's, it's not my fault. Da, da, da. And, and that's why, you know. But can you please? No, 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 Shirley. No, no, honey. No, no. You knew. You made a cautious decision to say those things about me when you said them. You made a cautious decision to drag me down the slums. You made a cautious, cautious decision to talk about me like a dog. So now make that same, use that same damn cautious decision that you used then. Use it now to find somebody else to do what you need them to do. Because I remember like back then talking about this same kind of year thing. That situation happened and that person was like, you know, it's not my fault. These people were saying that they just don't want to see us friends da, da, da. And you know something I had to take things to account right into account like okay, so That's what you gave me as an excuse. That's what happened, right? Good But then I look at I, I like to look at patterns, right? I like to look at patterns how things accumulate how things really happen, you know and when I started taking a lot of things into consideration and I started looking at patterns what I noticed was this you were the common denominator in everything that was going on and at the end we still ended up having the same problems and our friendship ended for the same problems so you know what that tells me you're the problem so because you're the problem and you're not realistic with yourself enough to deal with the problem we can't move forward in this relationship. So we're ending it right then and there. So, and, and, I, and um, I'm also going to put a, a link to one of Steve Harvey's videos under, under the notes, um, under the description here. So you guys look out for this. I, I forgot to mention that. Very important. I want you guys to look at this video from Steve Harvey. It's a YouTube video. He was having a conversation after his show. It was the Ask Steve moment. And I think this is very important for everyone to look at and to evaluate their friendships. I, I actually saw the video after I already had this, I had this outline and I had this podcast title. Then I saw the video and I was like, wow, this would be a good um, video to just tag under my description for, for this podcast um, episode, right? So in, in closing, in closing, I do want to say this, you guys. If we want people to make guarantees to us we must start making guarantees to ourselves someone can only do to you what you allow them to do to you no one has ever done to someone what that person has clearly said they don't want you to do to them now if you do have a friend that you've told numerous times and i think that's something steve harvey has said as well in the past in one of his videos if you have a friend that you're constantly telling them I don't like this don't do it to me and they keep doing it to you that's telling you they don't care about you they don't love you they don't care about the things that make you happy and sad so you know what that's telling me you need to let that friend go and it's okay to be selfish it is 
I, I spent my whole life trying to be nice to people, trying to be accepted, trying to be loved, trying to be all of these things, right? I, I, I've adjusted my life for people. And I've realized something. At the end of the day, they don't really love you. They love the benefits of you. They love the idea of having you around, but they don't love you, right? But if you have that friend that when you tell them, hey, XYZ, I don't like this. Don't do it to me again. And they're trying to not do it to you. They actually put forth effort to not do these things to you. Then guess what? You keep that person around because they care. They're actually trying. And that's those people that you need in your life. All right. So until next time, single moms, keep your head up. Remember, do what makes you happy, what benefits you and your kids. That's what matters at the end of the day. When all lights are shut and you're in your bed by yourself, all right, you get to face you and you alone. So remember that. Live by that. Make that your motto. And smart people, successful people, intelligent people discuss ideas, not other people. Until next time, this was Eunice, my journey. This is my life. Let's do it. I can't believe we're done. Like, I can't believe this conversation is over. But whatever. We always have the next time. Ugh. Girl, I hope you enjoyed your glass of wine, your little you time, because I sure did enjoy my me time. I don't know about you, but I hope you did. Keep in mind, if you want to talk about anything, like any subject you want me to talk about, you want us to um, talk about anything, let me know. Email me, journey at gmail.com. Send me a text message, 305-215-0367. Listen, I have a open door policy whatever you want to talk about i'm an open book let's talk about it baby until next time stay beautiful love yourself care for yourself remember someone can only love you as much as you love yourself okay stay prayed up and don't put your head down for nothing if you must look down baby make sure it's to check your shoes this is not your destination it's just part of your journey it gets better keep your head up Keep your faith up and let's do this. Boss baby. Until next time, my name is Eunice and this is my journey.